On the Virtual Bible Study tonight, we're going to talk about the news, but not the kind of news you may be thinking about. Well, we re- well we're really, but we are, are going to talk about, about the news, news. But not specific things about We're not going to talk about specific items in the news, but we're, we want to talk about how the the news, and we mean by that the news you hear on the radio, the news you see on TV, the news you read in the newspaper, if anybody still reads the newspaper, the news you see online. How is that affecting us as Christians? How do, How is that playing upon our faith? I think it's a worthy question. Could be causing us some issues in our spiritual life, and we're going to talk about that important topic. We're going to get started right now. It's time for this week's edition of the Virtual Bible Study. The Virtual Bible Study is a live, Internet-only call-in program dedicated to the honest study and discussion of God's Word. Do you have a question about something in the Bible, or are you simply interested in learning more about the Scriptures? If so, we hope you'll stay tuned tonight as we look into the pages of God's Word. The Virtual Bible Study is brought to you this time each week by the College View Church of Christ in Columbia, Tennessee. You can participate in the discussion tonight by calling 931 381-4567 or by emailing your questions or comments from collegeview.com. We hope you'll take out your Bibles and study along with us as we begin an exciting study of God's Word on this edition of the Virtual Bible Study. And we welcome you into the Virtual Bible Study for Thursday, July 20th, 30th, <laughs> July 30th. What is it again? Uh, July 30th, 2020. Uh, thank you for joining us on the program tonight. Uh, it I is tonight, I hope. Anyway. Please don't start the year. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jacob Gwynn, my father, Greg Gwynn. Hello, Dad. Jake, great to be with you tonight. Kyle's behind the controls. Kyle, welcome. It's good to be here. And we've got a special guest here joining us tonight. Uh, Josh McCord is here. Josh, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Glad that you're here as well. Josh and I were talking about the topic last night, and I could tell it sort of got Josh a little fired up, and so we asked him to come, and he graciously accepted our invitation to help uh, help with the discussion tonight. So looking forward to talking with you, Josh, and uh, we're looking forward to talking to you on the other end of the line tonight. Uh, You can let your voice be heard at 877-381-4567, questions at collegeview.com. Or at the chat window to the bottom of your video feed, we want to hear from you on the program tonight. We want to hear from you anytime. We haven't made a request uh, lately for topics for our smorgasbord open forum type of program, which we haven't done one of those in a long time. No, and we need some we need some good questions. If you've got a question in mind, it doesn't have to be a question that you don't know the answer to. It could be a softball question. Come yeah, on, we give like us, that. Do us a favor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, if you have some question you think would be good for discussion, it might be a, a question that could consume a whole program, or it might just be something we could put into one of those open forum kind of uh, programs. But if you've got something you'd like to hear discussed on the Virtual Bible Study, uh, send us an, an email and, and just say for consideration, topic for consideration or something like that. And and we'll we'll uh, put it in our stack. And maybe stuff. you maybe you and we usually do keep these anonymous on the program. But if you're a little bit worried about that, just spay in your email. Hey, I want this to be an anonymous submission, and we won't mention your name. We typically don't mention people's names. Uh, so send us an email if you got a, a topic you'd like to. Discuss. Exactly right. Okay. All right. So tonight. So to our update list earlier today, we sent out news about what we were we're talking about the news. We sent out news about Mm -hmm. what we're going to be discussing uh, and get on our email list. If you're not, send us an email to questions at collegeview.com and just say, add me to your list. And you'll get you'll get these weekly updates about our topics for Thursday night. And today we sent out these questions. There are eight of them. Jacob, you actually are the uh, author of these questions, so if we have any issues, we, we I'll, might have you to ask like, you for yeah, I'll clarification. Clarify. Okay. They're Num- not too hard. They're not too deep. Number one, does this? Uh, so we're talking about the 24-hour news cycle. I mean, the news is on 24-7. I, I, I mean, you've got CNN, you've got Fox News, you've got MSNBC, you've got oh, tons of others. There's, if you want news, it's on right yep. now. Yep. Whenever, I mean, if you wake up in the middle of the night and can't sleep, you can turn on the news. Right. Didn't used to be like that. In fact, that may keep you from sleeping at night. That's true. That might be why you're up in the middle of the night. So It didn't used to be like that. No, no. In fact, it used to be, you know, there was about a half hour of national news at, at, at the supper time. Walter Cronkite, you know, David Brinkley, back when I was young, those were the those were the news anchors. Everybody knew them, and they were on for a half hour every night, and and people kind of watched that, you know, around supper time, and then and then you went on about your business. That's not the case anymore. It's twenty four seven constantly. Yeah. So, concerning this twenty four seven news cycle, question one: Does this help? Does this news help me think on things that are pure? Number two: Does this news help me think on things that are true? 
Number three, does this news create undue anxiety? Number four, does this news help me honor the king? Number five, does this news constitute gossip? Number six, does this news cause me to be stronger spiritually? Number seven, does this news represent something that I really need to know? Number eight, does viewing this news represent a wise use of my time? If we started with that last one, we'd probably say no, and no, we could just end the program. <laughs> well, maybe. maybe. Uh, but certainly things that we need to think about as we think about uh, viewing the news and, yeah. uh, and, and our response to that. And so uh, look forward to a good discussion here. So let's start out with that first one. Does this news help me think on things that are pure? And and the the, the verse to, to anchor that question is obviously, I think, most of people would recognize that that question is being based upon what Paul said in Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. So actually, just in in a general observation about that verse, that verse tells us, commands us to be in control of our thought processes. That, that we are supposed to govern ourselves and regulate ourselves concerning the things that we are thinking about. Well, that being the case, then we need to be careful about the, what inputs we have into our thought processes. And, and we need to be careful about what we're thinking about. I, I think we, a lot of times we would use that verse, uh, if we were discussing something like pornography. Right. You know, I, I can't, I can't view that stuff and be controlling my thoughts. Like Philippians 4 verse 8 says, I'm supposed to control my thoughts. But maybe we only make that kind of application when there might be application to this, Jacob. A lot of stuff in the news today, Josh, is uh, just a lot of worldliness, a lot of uh, immorality that's being presented, discussed. Uh, you, I mean, you, you, you think maybe about the entertainment news, and then there's a lot of immorality there. But there's immorality in just a lot of different things. And it causes us to be exposed to things we wouldn't normally be exposed to if we weren't viewing the news. Yeah, Jesus said in Matthew 5 and verse 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Uh, so it's of the utmost importance that we are pure in heart. And like like we're saying, things in the news could could cause us to get our mind on things that aren't pure and cause us to, to have a impure heart. Um, and so that's a big problem. I definitely think it's You right. know, if you stop to think about it, think about the things that we know about that we don't need to know about yeah. things that are covered in the news that that occupy our our minds that we, for instance, I'll just, transgenderism. Yep. I really don't need to know anything about transgenderism, but if I watch the news, they cover that all the time. Right. And 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 of course, then what happens is that that sort of establishes. A societal norm. Yeah, and, and I, I, I'm not supposed to be shocked about that. I've, I've seen all about that in the news. It is, and it is an agenda that uh, the liberal and our folks in our society have. Is they they are intentionally trying to desensitize us. They've expressed that in as many words. Yeah, and so it's going on. Am I allowing that to happen because I'm viewing the news and allowing myself to be exposed to that? Here's a here's a statement from the Apostle Paul, Romans 16 verse 19. He said, "I would have you wise unto that which is good." And simple concerning evil. Yep. That's an interesting thing. In other words, I should not be streetwise about all the evil things that people in this world are doing. But when I'm watching the media and the, and the news is covering, you know, a lot of a lot of what's driving the news media is they got 24 hours a day to fill with something to talk about. Yep. And so they're ta- they, they 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 dig up stuff that does not deserve to be reported on, does not good people don't even need to be bothered thinking about such things. But the news has got to find something to talk about in this 24-hour news cycle. And so they're coming up with that kind of junk. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Uh, and it's something we need to be careful of. Here's what Dwight out in Iowa said. Speaking of modern news and pure or purity, I guess, I would have to say no. Strong's definition of pure is, the Greek word is, uh, I can't, I'm not going to pronounce that. It means clean, modest, innocent, chaste. The modern news we see and hear on a daily basis reflects so much worldliness. They help promote the use of alcohol, marijuana, biased election ads, and much more. And the way that some of the newscast people dress is very immodest. Uh, the way they help promote churches closing down or doing remote services is so contrary to God's word. And so uh, Dwight sees a lot of issues with things that are reported on yeah. in the news. And, it, and even when we're trying to control our thoughts, 
if you watch that, obviously during the time that you're watching it, even if you're saying, oh, I got to I got to filter that out. Well, the fact that I had to think about filtering that out is is it's it's occupied my thinking process. Something to be aware of. Now, again, uh, Josh, we talked about before the program. There's a lot of judgment calls here, and so we're not uh, we're not drawing any lines here or uh, making any calls for anybody. But it's something that we need to think about. Yeah, Proverbs 23 and verse 7 came to my mind. It says, "For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he." So uh, the things that I think about and meditate on, as the news is obviously not putting out godly things um, if i study on that i'm eventually going to become callous to it and i'm going to maybe even accept it or you know approve of it yeah I'm exactly not careful our right. friend brian who's from california he was recently visiting us here in tennessee and tonight i see in the chat room brian's in the chat room and i think he's in oklahoma on his way home to california yep. He says, I'm old enough to remember when journalism was held in a much, to a much higher standard. White House correspondents were respectful and deferential to the president. No shouting exchanges. Presidents used language befitting the highest office in the land and hardly ever stooped to mal- maligning or denigrating political adversaries. Employing expletives in public was unthinkable. News was news, not sensationalized sex and violence. One side I frequent for its conservative bent will still invariably offer, if you scroll down far enough, some testimonial from a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, a former Playboy playmate, or a Victoria's Secret lingerie exhibitionist. Many times this information is reported in an investigatory fashion, complete with accompanying scantily clad photos. It's as if we are heralded as receiving highly coveted behind-the-scenes accounts of these women's professional dealings with their chosen trade. Ephesians 5 comes to mind when I find this debauchery being reported in the news. We as Christians should not even have knowledge of such violence. For the things which are done by them in secret, it is a shame even to speak of, Ephesians 5, verse 12. We should not speak nor lend ear to sinful way. Uh, really good. Great Thank observations, you. Brian. Thank you for that, Brian. Appreciate that. Uh, and certainly, uh, Brian makes excellent observations. Something we've got to think about as we think about the news. Yeah. So the first point, I think, is pretty well established the news probably, in in a very large way, does not help me do what Philippians four verse eight commands me to do, and that is think on things that are pure. All right, I'm I'm almost certainly going to be led to think about things that are impure. Okay. Now the second question is from that same verse. Does it help me think on things that are true? That was one of the things we're commanded to think about now, things that are true. I don't think Philippians chapter four verse eight is talking about fake news. <laughs> All right. It's right. not that kind of truth that we're talking about. Oh, that's not true. And that's true. So you only you got to have some kind of fact checker before you watch the news. Not talking about that. I don't think I think it's talking about things that are in, in harmony with God's established truth. Yeah. And you see so much of that in the news today, very closely connected with this idea of purity of things that are constantly attacking our spiritual underpinnings about God's truth and the 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 worldview that we ought to have uh, that the, the scriptures present constantly under attack in the news media today. The news media would represent those of us who are firm Bible believers as sort of uneducated, unthinking, yeah. unintellectual people. Now we we don't think for ourselves. We just we just we're like baby birds with our mouths open, and we let people just. You know, throw this stuff at us, and we never, we've never thought about it seriously. We just accept it. We've never investigated. We're just, we're just blindly following. That's the impression you get from the news. And they're going to report things like, so they dug up a, a, a tooth in Africa, yeah. and they constructed a whole skeleton based upon the discovery of this tooth or this jawbone. And oh, latest. Missing link has been discovered. Of course, they'll report that all over the news as though it is absolutely true and established. When that when that fossil gets debunked in a year or two from now, they won't report that. No. But that's just an example of how they will report things that that tear down our faith and that 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 would try to cast God's truth in a bad light. But let me check on that. You don't. It doesn't have to tear down our faith. All it has to do is. So a little doubt. I, I, I hear it all day, every day about this evolution thing. So now there's just a little doubt, Josh. I hear it all day, every day about if I don't accept certain types of immorality, 
I'm a bigot, and I've got a problem. It just has to sow a little bit. That's all the devil needs to do is just weaken my faith a little bit. Yeah, uh, John seventeen seventeen says that God's word is truth. So I think the challenge for us is to know it. And then when we're presented with something that stands opposed to it, we're able to know and say, well, that's not right because God's word says this or that. But instead, I think too many people don't know the truth. And they, like Greg said, they're taking in what's coming from the news and they're taking that just hook, line, and sinker. And they yeah. think, oh, this this is right and good. So maybe maybe the Bible isn't true on that subject. Here, here's an example. You know, these homosexuals are born that way. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so when the Bible condemns homosexuality, that's not right. How, how could it condemn homosexuality when people are born that way? Well, there's a vast majority of our population that now believes that homosexuals are born that way. That has never, ever been scientifically proven. They've tried desperately to prove it, but they've not been able to prove that. They want to prove it, but they can't. But it's reported as though it's true. And and therefore, like you were saying, Jacob, that seed of doubt. Uh, boy, I don't know. Maybe maybe the, maybe the Bible, maybe God's not. Maybe it's not even true. Because God would know that, wouldn't he? Yep. If, if yep. you know, he would know if homosexuals are, are born that way. And, but when the Bible can, oh man, I don't Maybe know. Maybe so again, it starts to grow. Doubt. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. Here's what here's what Dwight said, and then we got to get a break. He says, for me, because I hear so many biased opinions and see and hear all the worldliness they promote, I have to say no again. Truth is not concealing things. When people practice and promote worldliness, they conceal God's truth. Good com- observations there. Uh, Dwight tonight. We're going to get a break. And we'll let me, get, let me get really quick. Oh. Let me get what Mohan oh, yeah, in Chicago Mohan. said. Mohan said sometimes outlets emphasize their opinions a lot in addition to bringing the news. That, that's obvious. Yep. Uh, and, and of course, those are opinions of people who don't have a solid biblical basis for their comments and opinions. All right. So we're going to we're going to get tr- in trouble that way. So we've talked about things that are pure. We need to think about that as we look to the news. We've thought about things that are true in harmony with God's word. Next up, when we get back from the break, when we get back from the break, does this create anxiety? Does this constant news bombarding us create anxiety? Boy, that's a hot that's a hot one. We really need to talk about. Uh, absolutely. We get your thoughts in uh, the chat room tonight during the break. Do you think uh, that we need to be careful about news causing undue anxiety? We'll continue the discussion right after this. Don't touch that mouse. The virtual Bible study will be back right after this. Warning, this is to make you aware of a disorder plaguing American and the metro area, BDD, Bible Deficit Disorder. Many people are not getting enough Bible in their daily lives. Are you? Answer the following questions to see if you might be suffering from BDD. Do you answer spiritual questions by saying, I think, instead of the Bible says? Do you depend on religious authors and pastors to tell you what to believe? When Benny Hinn says, this is your day for a miracle, do you believe him? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you might be suffering from BDD, Bible Deficit Disorder. The College View Church of Christ is dedicated to fighting BDD by teaching the Bible. We focus on Christ by following his word. Don't succumb to BDD, Bible Deficit Disorder. Fight it by joining us for Bible study on Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesday at 7 p.m. As long as there is breath in your body, it is not too late to fight Bible Deficit Disorder. We'll see you this Sunday at the College View Church of Christ. Here's some quotes worth pondering. Immodest clothing reveals more than one might think. It reveals disrespect for the word of God and a rebellious heart, as well as a spirit of disobedience. When science discovers the center of the universe, a lot of people will be disappointed to find out that they are not it. Every man has an equal chance to become greater than he is. A fault once denied is twice committed. Most of man's inventions have been time savers, but then came television. Man, wish I'd said that. Quit checking your email. The commercials are over and the virtual Bible study is ready to roll. Take it away, guys. Back on the program tonight, we're talking about the news and uh, things that we need to ask as we think about uh, viewing the news. Uh, Number three. So does this news, does this constant news, 24-hour news cycle, does it create undue anxiety? And you suggested... Uh, a verse to consider along that line, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you, First Peter 5, yep. verse 7. Yep. Uh, I, I, there are a lot of passages of Scripture that tell us that we should not, you know, be full of anxiety because we actually are people of faith. Where's your faith? How can you let the, the news 
shake your faith. Philippians 4, verse 6, be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So, Josh, if I watch the news, and I can watch it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it will get me all lathered up and get me in a tizzy about a lot of things. A lot of things that have absolutely no bearing on my life and will not impact my life at all. But get me all worked up and worried about it. Yeah, that's what we, you and I talked about last night. Uh, I can watch the news. I can get all bent out of shape. But at the end of the day, I can only control what I can control. Yeah. And so it, it's just it's better for me to just worry about the things that I can control. And so I think maybe we should say we don't, don't be ignorant of things. But that doesn't mean I have to know about everything and get all worked up about it because I'm just still going to do what I'm supposed to do, and that's be pleasing to God. If knowing about what's going on in the world today, Dad, about the apartment building in Oregon that burned down yesterday, if that causes me anxiety, then I need to selectively say, you know what, I, that's not that's not allowing me to harmonize my life with what God wants. True. I, I think maybe even a more practical application, and I'll go ahead and say this because I know I think for the vast majority of our listeners probably would be more inclined to watch the Fox News channel than they would to watch CNN. And so I would so I watch Fox News and they are reporting about some of this craziness going on in Washington D.C. You know, uh, uh, there's there's just open warfare between the political parties in Washington D.C. and uh, the president's under attack and he fires back and Man, it's uh, I, but I have known Christians who just get completely wound up in that. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I don't have any control about what they do in Washington D.C. I have a vote, you know, and, and and so really, when you think about it, concerning all the people who are in Washington D.C., I can vote for one congressman, I can vote for one senator, I can vote for the president. I have a vote that influences three people in Washington D.C. That is not much influence. Other than that, I have no control over what goes on in Washington, D.C. Well, I don't need to let myself get completely bound up about the proceedings in Washington, D.C. It's all politics, and it's as changeable as the wind. And I should not let that just destroy my life. And I'm so I'm I'm completely in a state of depression and anxiety because of what's going on in Washington, D.C. There's no there's no value added there yeah uh and it it so when i'm told at philippians 4 verse 6 to be careful for nothing is the news helping me accomplish that i need to ask that question and maybe i need to back off you know it used to be those those hour-long news things or they were talking about i don't know it'd be different things just get people all spun up yeah and uh that's counterproductive yeah and and but now it's not just the hour-long special on Friday night or whatever it was, it's all day long. Oh yeah, they used to. So they started this with sixty you know, minutes, sixty minutes on Sunday night, and I think uh, twenty twenty on Friday yeah, night, yeah, maybe. You yeah, know, yeah. so there was a couple of extra hours. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, now it's nonstop. Yeah, it's just not. By the way, I should correct myself because somebody will probably jump me about. I actually get to vote for two senators, not right. just one. Okay, uh, but uh, again, my my. Realm of influence in Washington D.C. is real limited. I'd like to have a sit down with some of those people. I'd like to talk to any of them, uh, and, and and have a Bible study. Uh, have a Bible study. I'd 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 love to be able to have a personal conversation with President Trump. That's never going to happen. I'm not going to get to talk to my senators. I'm not going to probably get to talk to my congressmen. Okay, I can vote, but. Other than that, and I'm like you, Josh, I don't think we should be just uninformed. I think if we're going to exercise our vote effectively for righteousness' sake, then I want to know the right people to vote for. But there's no use in me getting all tied up about it. Yeah, Lou and I were talking about this today, and uh, and he, he said, you know, well, what you got to got to make a determination. At what point are you not protecting your family if there's like an imminent danger and you don't know about it well certainly so it is a it's this is a it's a fine line to walk uh but some of the things that you mentioned have absolutely i have no control over and uh probably uh don't need to be all that upset about kyle which you know presidents have advisors they have people who are secretaries people who are like you know let them Handle like the, the, especially affairs with China or affairs with some <laughs> foreign country. 
You know, that will get you, like, you'll be just, like, is China going to attack us? Are we going to be attacked? Like, what, what are we doing What here? would I do about it if but, they you know, did? Hey, and, and, and <laughs> don't think that there's not propaganda yeah, underway in the oh, United States. Oh, yes, right? absolutely. I mean, yes. Don't think that we're getting the straight story nobody else is. Right. Yeah, so. But, you know, like, like you said, uh, so Brian, uh, our friend Brian, who's uh, from California, so he hears the, in the news that there are wildfires near his residence. Yeah. That'd be worth knowing, and, yeah. and you could react to yeah, that. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I guess that sort of thing happens in California. No good reason, Brian, to get out of California, move to Tennessee. But, uh, he, uh, yeah. the, but, but some, some news is valuable, but there's some that are, uh, the, the biggest part of what's being reported in the news, I have, I have no ability to influence it. And 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 I couldn't react in a positive way to that news anyway. So get over it. Eight seven seven three eight one four five six seven. Questions at collegeview.com. Dwight says most definitely. I believe the news can offer a lot of good information, but they can promote things such as the coronavirus so much that people have more fear of it than God. The virus is a real thing, but so is God. We have to use the power of prayer and the scriptures to get us through the hard times in life and not allow the news to create anxiety. I'm glad that Dwight brought that up. The coronavirus, I thought that was like banned from the program. <laughs> we talk, I, but that, that's a perfect example of uh, letting the news coverage get us over distraught about something that we can, we can we can protect ourselves, we can protect our vulnerable elderly folks, but... There's, beyond that, there's not a whole lot I can do, and I don't have to listen to 24 hours a I saw day. a news agency promoting 24-hour coverage of the coronavirus. Well, they've all been doing it, whether they've been advertising yeah. or not. That's pretty much all can they've been talking about the for play six months. play-by-play of the virus. It's been going on it for six months. It just jumped from Kyle to, to Josh. Oh, boy. Uh, so, I mean, and, and I know Dwight has texted me some about this. He's concerned that there are Christians who are absolutely not i mean they're letting that coverage of the news basically erode their faith you know you know i'm going to take the precautions i can and i'm going to keep serving god best i can and and i'm not going to let all the negative news coverage about it keep me from doing what i need to be doing in service to god and if i die in the process of doing what i'm supposed to do to serve god whether it be worship or whatever else it is that i need to be doing then that's just the way it will be i'm going to die of something someday anyway i'll take precautions but i am not going to act as though this is the be all and end all i have other things to do and I, but if you watch the news they're going to, they're going to push you that way josh i just think it can be a big distraction and then we become maybe unfocused and so i get been out of shape at eight o'clock in the morning about what's on the news and then for the rest of the day i can't i don't get anything done because i'm worried about what if what they said on the news really happens and it takes my focus totally off god i'm worried about me and what might happen to me well and it can paralyze you josh because if you watch the news you think that the world is you know just so terrible and it is it is, but that it's so terrible that you could not have any impact, that you couldn't have any influence yeah, on it. It should anybody. be called bad news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. good that they report yeah, yeah, The Horwath yeah. family in the chat room said, Jesus lived during a time that the Romans ruled the world. From all the history you read, this group was not pure, holy, or upright. To the contrary, it was despicable and evil. But we do not read of Jesus spending time on this. He focuses on spreading the seed. Shouldn't we be focused on uh, on sowing the seed and talking to others about Christ. Luke 8 is a powerful example for us. Really good. I, I really appreciate that observation. I think it's exactly right. You know, th- there's always the tendency for us to imagine that we live in the worst of all possible times. We really don't. If you think these are the worst of all possible times, go talk to Noah. Ch- yep. Check check in with Noah and see see if you think our times are as bad as his were. Talk to talk to the apostles. Talk to They're Jesus. They're getting hung upside down and burned at the stake. And talk to Jesus, who yep. lived in the time of that very corrupt Roman Empire, and yet he did. What did he say? He said, "Pay your taxes." I mean, that was that was the extent of it. I think I think some of his adversaries were going to try to draw him into a political. You know, get him to comment politically where they could nail him about that. He just said, pay your taxes. Yeah. 
You know, he didn't get into it. And and that's, that's, that's probably a really important observation for us there. All right. Uh, it's time for a break. When we get back, we're, we didn't even get halfway through. We're going to we have to move faster. Does it help me honor the king? Okay, what about honoring the king? Let's talk about that. Well, I tell you what, there are a lot of people who a lot watch. Of Christians. A lot of Christians who watch the news who have a hatred for, maybe not this president, other presidents have a hatred for certain congressmen. And it is uh, something that we need to be careful about. What is the news causing? Is it causing us to have trouble honoring the king and speaking evil of dignitaries? 877-381-4567. We're back right after this. These guys are doing all of the talking. We need to hear from you. Call in now. The virtual Bible study continues right after this. This is Greg Wynn with this week's bullet point. Our bullet point this week comes from the pen of Philip Mullins. You don't read of the church in Jerusalem building a gymnasium. There's no evidence the church at Antioch had a softball diamond. According to the New Testament, the church at Philippi never had a pizza party. The church at Thessalonica is never said to have conducted a sewing or exercise class. Then how did these poor limited churches ever do any good in evangelism? According to the philosophy of most modern religious groups, the world must be enticed with recreational and social programs. It is through these services that souls can be reached and saved, they argue. There's a problem with this thinking, though. It has no foundation in the Bible. The church at Jerusalem converted lost souls and grew rapidly. The church at Antioch had a great impact on its community with the gospel, and it also sent out preachers to convert the lost in other places. The church at Thessalonica, in spite of intense persecution, prospered to the point that they were an example to other churches. Yet there's not one shred of evidence from divine history that they were successful because of recreational or social programs. One might argue the times have changed. Well, yes and no, but the Greco-Roman culture loved its entertainment and athletic competition as much as our own. Gymnasiums and coliseums could be found in any of the major cities. Plays were commonplace. Why then didn't the New Testament churches seize upon these activities for mediums of the gospel? It's because the Lord never wanted them to do it, and it's not authorized. The Lord Jesus is still head of his body, the church, and his commandments are the same. His methods for spreading the gospel is summed up in Philippians 2, beginning verse 15, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of God. It is when God's people live the gospel and preach the gospel that we do the Lord's work the Lord's way. Any other method is without Christ's approval or his blessings. Thus, any other method is, in the long run, doomed to fail. That's this week's bullet point. Think about it. I am Nestor Sanchez from Arica, Chile, in South America, and I love to listen to the virtual Bible study. And this moment, I invite you to participate in this program, too. Gracias. Share your comment with the world. Call in now and be a part of the virtual Bible study. Now, back to the program. We're back on the program tonight as we talk about the news and questions we ought to ask to help us guide and govern our consumption of the news. We want to remind you this program is brought to you by the College View Church of Christ in Columbia, Tennessee. Find out more about us by visiting our website, thevirtualbiblestudy.com or collegeview.com and send us an email. We want those questions or those topic suggestions at questions at collegeview.com. Quite frankly, the program's better when we talk about what people want to hear. And exactly. the only way we know that is if you'll send us a suggestion. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right, so, so question number four was, does the news cycle help me honor the king? And and we had a little bit of a typo there. The verse that should have been referenced, First Peter two seventeen, honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Um, we haven't got one of those, but we've got other rulers that deserve the same treatment. Yeah, we, we understand. I don't think anybody would quibble with us. We're saying we're making application of that to our civil authorities, uh, president, senators, congressmen, governors, mayors, whatever. They, the, people in positions of civil authority, we're told to offer respect to. But if the guy who's in that office is a guy I don't like or that I don't agree with politically, that guy is a moron. He's a dirty dog. And well, he's just he, he he's just I mean, and and we we couldn't even report we repeat all the names that are used, uh, and and of course. That's the, the the news media now is so biased one way or the other, you know, 
And and there's no objectivity about the news media anymore at all. They're not really there's really not any honest news reporting. It's all commentary, and their commentaries are of attack mode against typically against the president. Uh, and but as you said, Jay, so so the current president maybe we go along with him more than we did the previous president. So. We're saying, well, yeah, I don't talk bad about the president. I know some people talk bad about the president. Well, how did you Wait. talk about the last president? Yeah, yeah, you know that you didn't agree with, and and I heard Christians call him a moron. You know, uh, has that? How's that honoring the king? I, I I preached a lesson about this many many years ago, and, and the Sunday morning, Sunday night, one of the members of the church brought in a picture that had put the president and other leaders of his party on the faces of the little rascals and was passing that around, you know, and, oh, look at that. You didn't listen this morning. You didn't listen. I mean, we, but I mean, if we listen to the media, it's going to cause us to think like this. Yeah. yeah. Well, Romans 13 verse one came to mind. Maybe that's the easiest place to go, but it says, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers for there's no power, but of God, the powers that be are ordained of God. Uh, which so if you're a Christian, I mean, God put the authority figures in place for a reason. There's not going to be any perfect leaders. Uh, so I think sometimes we we well they got to be perfect. They do one thing wrong. Well, there's not going to be any perfect leaders. But we're to respect the office because God ordained that office to put them in place. And it goes on to say to be a terror toward the evil. And so if you do good, generally speaking, the the rulers are in place to protect you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and. Yeah, it, it's it's a dangerous, dangerous thing, and uh, the media will certainly cause it. And as I mentioned before the break, there's a lot of people who just have hatred, downright hatred for yeah. the other the other political party, uh, and we need to check Romans up. Romans 13, it, still there in Romans 13 where you were, Josh. Romans 13, 7 says, Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. There, there are some... People who deserve honor by virtue of the of the office they hold, the position that they're in, it doesn't matter whether you agree with them politically or not. They are in a position that deserves honor. And I think that's the thing that's very disturbing when I, I mean, I don't care what president it is, but when when you see even in the news media intense disrespect for the person holding the office and we're seeing that a lot currently. But I think we saw that a lot previously when another administration was in in office there's a there's a respect that that office deserves and the person who holds that office it is as paul says there in romans 13 7 honor give honor to whom it is due and that's we ought to do that but let's let's back it up a little bit because uh our listeners would probably be more apt to listen to conservative talk radio Mm -hmm. And the conservative talk radio is doing just the same towards the more liberal political establishment, and 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 spewing a lot of hatred that on that direction. I got I got I need to honor those as well, Josh. They're leaders that I need to be honoring. Now maybe they don't have the right stand on moral issues, but I still have to honor them. And so if this talk radio that I'm listening to is causing me to have attitudes that aren't healthy in that direction, I need to check that up as well. And it, so if I can't listen to that stuff and still maintain a respectful attitude toward my civil leaders, then, I, as you said, I should I should stop listening. Yeah. Josh? Yeah, I, I think Jacob's point is absolutely correct. So it's a danger. I mean, it's easier maybe now for me because I agree with the – with the administration that's in office, but we got to be prepared whether he does something, he or or she does something that I uh, like or dislike. uh, I've got to still be prepared to honor them because ultimately I'm honoring God by obeying his command to honor the person. I I got a quick, I got a quick, how do you explain this question for you guys? Luke 13, verse 31, the same day there came certain of the Pharisees saying unto Jesus, get thee out and depart hence for Herod will kill thee. And Jesus said to them, go ye and tell that fox, behold, I cast out devils and I do cures today and tomorrow and the third day I shall be perfected. What about Jesus calling Herod that fox? Uh, Have we got Jesus in a violation of the principle that we're espousing here that we should be respectful of civil authorities? Well, absolutely not. 
That's an easy one. That's a softball. <laughs> now, how you explain it, that's a, that's a harder one. I, well, you know, I don't think that, that you know, Fox is a pretty, uh, is a shrewd, neat, clean, cunning animal. It's not like calling him a skunk. He didn't say, go tell that skunk. Uh, go tell that root hog. You know, he, did, it, <laughs> he, did, he didn't use that kind of terminology. He said, go tell that fox. And and here was a foxy individual. He was very cunning in his political devices. And so I don't even think that that would be taken to be disrespectful. I, I would argue that anyway. No. And, yeah, okay. Kyle, you or Josh? No. Okay. Yeah, which, um, I can, especially the ruler, especially in Roman times, <clears throat> Living in Rome, they, Paul sent a letter to the church at Rome, and they were living in some very oppressive and horrible times. I think uh, we can probably equate some of the, you know, their behavior mannerisms as to what could be coming at some point in our lives, but not necessarily crucifixion. I doubt that would happen, but, you know, oppression, absolutely, and that's something we will probably have to deal with. And if they can deal with it, so can we, though. So. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Again, we're not living in the worst of times. Mohan agrees that uh, often there is bias towards certain leaders. All right, we need to get on to the next one. All right. Uh, number five. Number five is, does the news constitute gossip? Now, First Timothy chapter 5, verse 13 would warn us against that. Go ahead my, read it. My f- have you got I don't have it up. I'll pull it up here. Oh, I got it. You got it? To, uh, here, First Timothy 5, 13 says... Um, and what, with all they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but tattlers also and busybodies speaking things they ought not. And so yeah. there's this idea of, of gossiping in that idea. But you know, even just to, just to highlight the point you're making here, in the news there is such a thing as gossip columnists. So my question is, do I have to know the person who's being gossiped about for it to be sinful gossip? I don't know where I would read that. Uh, I mean, I've uh, heard it all. Condition. I've I've been talking with someone recently who's talking about so and so. He's one of the worst pedophiles in the world, and, and Hillary Clinton's a vampire. I've heard that. You heard that? <laughs> no, I hadn't heard yeah, that. Heard that? Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of this rumor and gossip stuff, and I think it's maybe even more popular now with the internet. People are getting on these these sort of these. Uh, News sites well, that like, used to be the National Enquirer, but that kind of stuff. I think now it's more, maybe more accepted on the internet. I, well, and, and there's no doubt that in the 24-hour news cycle, they like to dig up the dirt. Dirt, yeah, yeah. And you know, again, that's a big change from the news the way it used to be, because even in recent years, we've found out some stuff about some maybe past presidents. They'll talk about it now, and that guy's been dead for 50 years, but they're describing very lurid activities that he was engaged in. The news media back then would not have talked about it. It was an unspoken rule to keep that stuff unpublished. Uh, now, that doesn't, make it, that doesn't mean it was right when they were doing it, but at least the news didn't focus on it and didn't try to draw public attention to that kind of dirt. Now... No, uh, no, you know there, uh, no, no holds are barred. Josh, yeah, well, you know, the problem with gossip is it goes in, and then you're the temptation is to spread it on further. So I heard something about somebody, and I've got this information. Yeah. Let me go run and tell everybody else that I can about it. Yeah. In um, Ephesians four twenty nine, it says, "Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers." Uh, and so. You know, we, we need to be careful to listen to garbage coming from the news and certainly need to be careful that if we, you know, if it is heard that we we don't start passing it along to everybody else. Hey, yeah. did you hear about? Yeah. 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 I heard on the news that it might he might be doing this or that might. Yeah. I don't know. You, you think know, about it. part of it is, you know, and I think this about people who gossip in general, they need to get a life. You know, they, they need to occupy themselves with positive things. They should not. If you're really striving to do good, you should not have time to to dwell on, to hear, or to spread gossip. But to the extent of which I want to hear it, and then I want to be able to tell it to others, it's an indication I am not occupying myself with the positive things that, that I should be for God. Dwight says, if we can, if we, if it can constitute and promote gossip, if we allow it to, we do not need to believe everything we hear and see on the news without first checking sources. The news has a tendency to say what people want to hear, truth or not, 
as the scriptures say, to test the spirits to see if they're of God. We need to research what is said in the news and make sure that news is telling the truth. All right, we'll get a last break, and we've got three to go when we we'll get back. Uh, the next one. The next one is, does the news cycle cause me to be stronger spiritually? We're going to that That's on the bottom other side. line right there. Don't go anywhere. We're back right after this. Now you can listen to a podcast of a recent sermon every week. Find out more at collegeview.com. There's more of the virtual Bible study right after these important messages. What does your church have for my children? At the College View Church of Christ, we don't have pizza parties or putt-putt nights. We don't have softball or basketball. We do have the Bible. We do have the powerful sayings of the gospel of Jesus Christ and Him crucified. We do have the love for your children's souls to never substitute the solid spiritual teaching they need with superficial secular activities. If this is what you want for your children, bring them to Bible class this Sunday at 9.30 a.m. at the College View Church of Christ. We're tracking the trends on the virtual Bible study. In 2019, over one-third of American adults, that is 35%, said that realistically they never use the Bible outside of a large church service. By June of 2020, that proportion had fallen to 31%. The proportion of Americans who use the Bible daily also fell to fewer than 1 in 10, 9%. And that's the lowest number on record. That information is via the American Bible Society. The Word of God says in Hosea 4, verse 6, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I also will reject thee. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Colossians 3, 17. What is another now, typo? back then? to the program. Oh, yeah, we were, you're live. Go ahead. We got another typo? Got, well, yeah. Oh. Uh, you put down a verse for this. Does the, does the news cycle cause me to be stronger spiritually? What's your verse there? Well, Colossians 1, verse 10, that says that you might walk worthy of the Lord oh. unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Good. The, 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 our text that we sent it said Corinthians. Oh, it did. <laughs> well, I read it the way that I, no, not the way that I typed it. Okay. All right. Okay. So we, we uh, an objective for all of us needs to be that I am getting stronger spiritually. I need to, I need to constantly be evaluating myself and I need to be, am I stronger now than I was previously a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, whatever my analysis period is, but it should always be an upward trend. Second Peter three verse eighteen grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So I need to be growing spiritually. I need to be stronger day by day. But if I'm allowing my exposure to the news cycle to weaken me spiritually, to, to prevent me from being more and more the person I need to be, then that's a bad thing, and I need to, to stop it. it. You know, if if I was engaged in anything, you know. Uh, you know, so I get in the habit. So I have this. So I so I develop this habit of using tobacco. Well, I realize it's hurting me. It, 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 spiritually, it's keeping me from being what I ought to be. What would I do about that? Well, I give up the tobacco, right? Yeah. Uh, so anything that I that I realize is dr- drawing me down spiritually, I just I need to get a, get away from it. And it, and if the news is is a, a detriment detriment to my spirituality then i need to get away from it and uh yeah i think as we mentioned earlier josh if we're not careful uh news can sort of just lead us to be sort of spiritually paralyzed so just sort of like oh it's so bad and i'm just i'm just stop you know i just i can't handle it all and, and leads to sort of paralysis yeah i put uh i put down psalm 16 and verse 8 it says i've set the lord always before me because he is at my right hand i shall not be moved uh, so I need to keep God and godly things in the forefront of my mind. And if that's the case, if I'm anchored there, then it doesn't matter what's going to go on around me, what news is being thrown my way. I'm going to be, I'm going to be growing. I'm going to be strong because I'm going to be anchored to God. Now, Eric in the chat room has this take on it. He says, at times, I think the news does make me stronger spiritually because I'm reminded of this world not being my home and how this life is temporary and all the bad and evil will come to an end. It helps me think on heavenly things. And so that, there could be a bit of there. I, I like that observation. Yeah. So, Eric, again, I, I think it's. So it's reminding us that there are a lot of judgment calls in this. There's no, you know, this yeah. is for us to think about as we as we consider this. And so, you know, as I see the news, again, I think being preoccupied with the news is, is probably not what Eric is talking about there. But to the extent that I'm exposed to news coverage of bad things that are happening in this world, yeah. as Eric says, it could remind us we're not. This is this is not what we're striving yeah. for ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and then, oh, here, uh, Dwight says, once again, if we allow it to warp our good spiritual judgment, then no. 
it, it does not uh, help us to grow spiritually stronger. Hopefully by seeing some of the corruption it promotes, it would cause us to not want to be like the things it promotes. So there's uh, Dwight's sort of on the same lines of Eric there. Okay. Uh, number seven. Number seven. Does this news represent something that I really need to know? Now, this verse has already been mentioned, Ephesians 5, verse 12. That uh, it's a shame to speak of the things that are done to them in secret. Yeah. And a lot of those those shameful things are being brought out into our living rooms and into primetime television. Uh, you can get all the lurid details of the things that are going on in the world today. Josh? Yeah, I think we got to be careful not to be hear it so much and become friends of the world. I was thinking of James 4, 4 that says, Whosoever therefore be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. You know, I think we hear those things, and I, I'm like to know them and they keep coming across and i'm interested and intrigued by it and i'm sort of becoming a friend of the world yeah and i would go back to that verse that i mentioned earlier in romans 16 uh we're we're too wise in the way of the world because we we i know all about these kind of sexual perversions that some of these political leaders are involved in and and so forth you know how all the drug dealers i know how i know and i know the code names for those drugs i i know that you know uh and times two streetwise. And if I was going to murder somebody, I'd know exactly how to do it because I've, you know, they've they've shown me all the ways that it's done. Now, Romans sixteen nineteen. I would have you wise concerning that which is good and simple concerning evil. That's a powerful statement right there. I think uh, Dwight says I do believe there are some things that the news says that are good for us, such as the weather. But for the most part, I could go without hearing the news, and not much would change in my life. On the other hand, it may be good to keep us up on something so we can decipher the truth from gossip. For when you hear it in, from other people. So yeah, Dwight says, you know, I could do without a lot of that stuff. We could do without a lot of it. Some of it is helpful. So as you said a minute ago, Jacob, there's, there's some real judgments involved in how, how much exposure to the news I'm going to have. Uh, and I also think that I need to judge myself. Uh, you know, some people can handle it better than others. Yeah. And there are some people who just can't take it. And, and and so if you are of the personality sort that this just consumes you and you're filled with anxiety and you just can't you can't think about anything else, it's just bearing down on you, then you probably shouldn't watch any at all. Yeah. Whereas another guy can watch some of it and say, yeah, that's just more of that craziness in Washington, D.C. and and then just go on, you know. Uh, but so I think in, in making the judgments that you suggest a minute ago, I got to judge how it's impacting me personally and, and let that be a big indicator as to how much I allow myself to be exposed to it. Uh, Josh, last night we were talking about the fact that, uh, you and I both have decided that, uh, we don't need to know a lot of this stuff and just selectively said, we're going to be ignorant. Um, and because it, What's most important in my life is not what's going on in Washington, D.C. It's what goes on inside my house uh, with my family and uh, and things that would discourage me or or distract me from that. I'm better off not not wasting my time. Yeah, I agree. I think maybe we could issue even a challenge, Jacob, and say if you're if the news is depressing, you cut it off for a one week and see how much better your life will be. You'll have more time to focus on godly things. You'll, you'll your attitude and outlook on life will be better. I think, I mean, I, I know that's happened in my life. And Yeah, and, if, and for a week, the news will still go on without you. That's Don't right. have to worry about that. The world's not going to stop. Yeah. And uh, just see if it doesn't make make life better and see if it doesn't, if, you, if your life really isn't changed for the better because you don't know what's going on. You know, uh, just uh, earlier this month, uh, we went on a vacation and we were kind of in a remote place where we didn't have television coverage. And we were camping. And uh, although... We could still get some news on our on our phones, but we didn't. We we were busy doing other stuff. You know, we were we were vacationing, we were fishing, we were we were sitting around the campfire, and you know what? We really didn't miss anything. The world kept on spinning. They kept on doing their stuff in Washington D.C. and they did that even though we didn't know about it. Didn't it didn't didn't phase them at all that we weren't. It didn't. It yeah. didn't change anything it in the world. Didn't change anything. In the world. But it did change you. I bet yeah. you felt a little less stressed. Less stressed. Just get away from why it. Why not? Uh, why not uh, camp in the city in yeah. your house? Huh? Yeah. I mean, you can do that. Yeah. It's just a switch. Yeah. And you, you're camping. Uh, so something to think about. Uh, Josh, 
if you would, when you talk, would you look at the ceiling? Because Kyle's got you below us on the, and we'll look down at the floor, and it'll look like we're looking at each other on the video. <laughs> sure. That would be cool. We'll do. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. All right. We got we got just a couple of minutes left, and we just got one more point to ask. And this last question in your in your list, Jacob, I think it's a good list. Does viewing this news represent a wise use of my time? And as I said at the outset, probably. If you if we were honest about that, it would way reduce the amount of time that we are exposed to the news um, because we are supposed to be stewards of our time. Ephesians yeah. five sixteen redeeming the time because the days are evil. So, uh, uh, I mean, I, I, again, I, and I think Dwight mentions it. We might read Dwight. There's some things that are valuable and worthwhile. In some yeah. cases, he says, such as bad weather, special news that actually affects us. But as for ongoing things that cause us to worry and get anxious, no, it's not a good use for our time. I personally feel we spend way too much time in front of the TV watching things, whether it's the news or TV shows that supposedly entertain us, including sports, which, by the way, is a huge contributor of gambling and alcohol. News can be used for good, but unfortunately it brings out a lot of issues we can't change and causes us, and especially the weak in faith, to worry. Yeah. I think that's good observations. Yeah, and there are good things in the news. I need to know. If I ought to water my garden today, is it going to rain anytime soon? Or do I need to do I need to make sure that uh, maybe we're careful that we're not out getting struck by lightning tomorrow night? Maybe there's going to be a storm. Okay, that, that, I understand there. There's some good things there, but there's a lot but, of things. And as I said earlier, I don't think it's bad to be informed about some measure of politics because I want to exercise I right. want to exercise my vote in a in a way that will hopefully tend toward. Peace and righteousness, you know. And so I got to know a little bit about the candidates and what their positions are on certain critical moral issues. But I can learn that in just a few minutes. I don't have to watch 24 hours of news to get that. Well, uh, I think some people treat the news and politics like religion to them. They it just consumes them, and that's all they think about and talk about. And we're only going to be here for a short period of time. Psalm 90 and verse 12 says, Teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. We're only going to be here for a short period of time, and eternity is going to be a long, long time. Yeah. And so we've got a short time to get ready. Well, uh, So, yeah, we need to be wise about how we handle our time. Uh, along the lines of your challenge there, Josh, you made earlier, maybe we say, you know, I used to watch that news show for 30 minutes uh, in the evening. Maybe I'm just going to podcast a sermon. You know, they'll just turn a sermon on. Yeah. Listen to that. Maybe maybe we try that and it may be a better use of our time. Uh, Mohan in, Chi- in Chicago says for any media, including social media, can be excessive. We need to set boundaries. I think that's the I like that notion there. of setting boundaries. Yeah, well, I'm not going to let it be. I'm not going to let my <coughs> dwelling on the news in particular <coughs> be all consuming in my life. Well, and you know, you're driving down the road and they're talking about stuff and politics and they're getting all worked up and they're trying to get you all worked up about certain political policies and stances and what's going on. And you're driving down the road and that's what you're thinking about. Does it really matter what I think about the policy, the, the trade policy with China? It doesn't matter. So maybe it'd be better use of my time just to turn it off and think about other things that are more important. Right. I think so too. Josh, I like your challenge. Maybe we ought to maybe we ought to get back together with our listeners next week and see if anybody took you up on that challenge and, and see good. what the uh, what the outcome of that is. Uh, <coughs> uh, see if uh, we don't see some differences there. Yeah, yeah I agree. Right. I, I, it can only it can only help. I think. Yeah. All right. Uh, but again, lots of judgment calls here, and we're not uh, we're not going to draw any lines here for folks but uh, some things that we need to think about as we as we as we go about our life every day josh we need to be walking circumspectly we need to be thinking about our actions and what we're doing and do they align with god's word are they helping us to be growing like god wants us to be and this is just one area of our life we can stop and do that absolutely god's watching i mean he, he knows what's going on and he knows our hearts so we got to be. We got to guard our heart. Proverbs twenty three. That's exactly right. All right. Thank you for being here, Josh. Appreciate yeah, you taking I time for your family it. to Thank come and help us with the discussion tonight. Good discussion tonight, Dad. Thanks, Jacob. Kyle. Final thoughts from you tonight. Yeah, it's good to be here. I think uh, we need to make sure whatever we're doing <clears throat> as Christians, living our daily lives for God, and I think it's it's a building block. If we live our lives right, and our neighbor lives their lives right, and hopefully we can just you know 
victory starts at home in that way. So I think we need to do the best we can at home. So. Dwight says he's up for the challenge, Josh. All right, good deal. All right, Josh. All right, uh, Dwight, sign in next week and let us know the results. Maybe you, maybe, maybe you could encourage other people next week to take the challenge, Dwight, if it was a success. Let us know. All uh, right. All right, good, good discussion. Right, thanks again for everyone for joining us. Hope you benefited from our study and discussion of God's Word. Hope you make plans to be back here this time next week for another edition of the Virtual Bible Study. In the meantime, we encourage you to put God first in your life, study His inspired Word, the Bible, and live by it every day. You'll never regret it. Thanks for listening to the Virtual Bible Study, brought to you by the College View Church of Christ. The College View Church of Christ meets at 1618 Hampshire Pike in Columbia, Tennessee. If you are in the Columbia, Tennessee area, we encourage you to worship with the College View Church of Christ on Sunday mornings at 930 and on Sunday evenings at 6 o'clock. The College View Church of Christ also welcomes you to attend their Wednesday night Bible studies at 7 o'clock. If you have any questions about something that was said on tonight's broadcast or would like more information about the College View Church of Christ, please call 931-381-4567. That number again, 931-381-4567. Or for more information on the internet, visit collegeview.com. Be sure to tune into the virtual Bible study this time next Thursday for another informative study of God's Word.